You're listening to me, Scott Mann, on the Permaculture Podcast. This is the second episode in a series of three from guest host Shane Sater. A naturalist and writer based in Montana, Shane shares his deep passion for nature and community through writing and recordings like this one that bring together his education in environmental science, botany, and field biology with his experiential work in community, integrating the wonder of embodied relationships with nature to the human experience. In addition to this work and a love for all creatures, Shane feels a special affinity for silk moths, stinging nettles, cottonwoods, and meadowlarks. Enjoy this time with Shane, and I'll join you again after. On September 22nd, a low-pressure system that had been hovering over the Pacific Ocean off of the California coast swept inland. The storm crossed the Cascade Mountains and the Columbia Plateau before pushing through Sandpoint, Idaho. Temperatures that day plunged 20 degrees Fahrenheit compared to the day before. Clouds obscured the mountains as a cool autumn rain fell. And three days after the storm, a small bird from the vast offshore waters of the Pacific Ocean was seen near Sandpoint. The bird was an ancient murrelet, and this is its story. More specifically, this is the story of the ancient murrelet I didn't see and the shallow inland lake where it briefly appeared. And both of these stories, the bird and the place, are remarkable ones. Hi, I'm Shane Sater, author of the What's Going On Out There blog. This reading is from September 27th, 2022. It's titled, To Glimpse an Ancient Murrelet. If you're a more visual person and want to follow along with text and photos while you listen, you can also find this story on my website, whatsgoingonblog.org. So now, let's continue with the story. Part 1. An Ancient Murrelet at MacArthur Lake My friend River Corcoran an avid birder and skilled naturalist, found the murrelet early on the morning of September 25th. Check out his Birding with River Corcoran YouTube channel. As soon as he saw it fly past and land on the western side of MacArthur Lake, he knew it was something unique. Fortunately, even though he wasn't specifically looking for birds, he had his camera with him. River's photos were unmistakable. The bird was an ancient murrelet, blown far inland. Ancient murrelets are small, hardy, diving birds of the open ocean. They nest on land, digging burrows on northern Pacific islands such as the Aleutians. But within three days of hatching, the chicks return to the sea. Accompanied by their parents, they swim for miles and miles, traveling far from the nesting islands. They dive to feed, catching small fish, and shrimp-like euphazeid crustaceans. So, on September 27th, River and I were back, hoping to get another look at the murrelet. MacArthur Lake Wildlife Management Area, 18 miles north of Sandpoint, is a stunning habitat for wetland birds. It's an extensive, shallow lake, the water crowded with pondweed, Potomagetan species, and other aquatic vegetation. A large marsh of cattails, Typha species, hardstem bulrush, Shunaplectus acutus, and arrowhead, Sagittaria species, surrounds the open water. Around this marsh, there are alders, cottonwoods, and western red cedars. 
It's a much wetter landscape than the Helena Valley, where red cedars don't even grow, and the marshes blend into greasewood flats and dry grassland. Part 2. Searching MacArthur Lake Our search to re-find the ancient Merlet this morning was unsuccessful. But in the process, we got to explore this habitat thoroughly and ponder how a merlet showed up here. American coots were the dominant birds here on this fall day. And by dominant, I mean 2,600 of them, dabbling their ivory bills in the water and nodding their heads rhythmically as they swam. At one point, we watched a young bald eagle circling the lake. A raft of 500 coots took off, pattering across the water as they distanced themselves from the raptor. We heard a few late-migrating common yellowthroats making their chack calls from the cattails, where the occasional flock of red-winged blackbirds would erupt with an outburst of calls. Among all of the coots, we spotted small groups of American widgeons and gadwalls. A belted kingfisher stopped to perch, chattering along one edge of the marsh. We watched a few pied-billed grebes, brown with very triangular heads, diving among the coots. As a breeze picked up out of the north, we let it push us down the lake. We checked the coves along the west side, where River had spotted the ancient Merlet two days before. But it wasn't there this morning. Nor was it among the lily pads and the complex watery trails at the south end of the lake. Here, instead, we found large patches of a feathery green plant emerging from the water. The plant was striking, a species I hadn't seen around Helena. I collected a sample and identified it. Common mare's tail, Hipparis fulgaris, is a tiny flowered plant that looks like a massive moss. Emerging from shallow wetlands, it seems almost tropical, reminiscent of dinosaurs and giant cycads. And here at MacArthur Lake, it's another notable part of the wetland system that supports thousands of coots and ducks, along with the occasional, completely unexpected merlet. Part 3. Among the Coots We checked the east edge of the lake on our way back, fighting the wind. We scanned the massive coot flocks, looking for a tiny, gray seabird with a crisp white collar, but we found nothing. It's no wonder, it's extremely rare to find this ocean bird inland. In fact, this is only the fifth time that birders have documented one in the state of Idaho. Across North America, the smattering of inland records of ancient murrelets seem to peak in March and October to November. And according to ornithologist Nicholas Verbeek, the appearance of ancient murrelets far inland seems to coincide with low-pressure systems sweeping east from the Pacific. So was it the storm that hit Sandpoint on September 22nd that brought this seabird to Idaho? The wind was blowing in our faces as we paddled the last stretch back to the dock. We hadn't refound the merlet, but we were happy. Just to know that it was here, on this very lake, two days ago, was pretty special. And then River spotted something strange in the water on our right, a boxy shape, too square for a duck. It was a head, silvery gray, with two small, rounded ears. An otter. It dove before we could get good photos. But as we let the canoe drift, it surfaced again near the cattails. Another dive, 
another brief glimpse at us, and then it was gone, back into its watery world. Part 4. Ancient Murlets and Wonder What are the chances of standing along a beautiful marsh and finding a bird that should be on the open ocean, 600 miles away, across three mountain ranges and a desert of wheat? River Corcoran's Ancient Murlet Sighting is the sort of story that can remind us all to stop, look, and wonder at all of the amazing goings-on around us. It's no wonder we didn't find it again this morning. It is, after all, an incredibly rare bird to find this far inland. But almost any time we go out into a wetland, curious and ready to learn about the creatures we share this place with, we're guaranteed to make some interesting connections. Today, it was the 2600 coots, dabbling for tiny plants during their migration. It was the sight of a flock of widgeons against the Selkirk Mountains, the gift of a river otter, and getting to know the common mare's tail. So if you need to remember what it is to wonder, spend a morning in a wetland near you. Bring a friend, your curiosity, and perhaps a pair of binoculars. You probably won't find an ancient murlet, but it's always possible, and you're sure to find something special. And that was Shane Sater. Read more of his nature writing and view the photographs from his journey in the natural world at whatsgoingonblog.org. I'll, of course, include a link to that in the show notes. Until we meet again, spend a little time each day in nature while taking care of Earth, yourself, and each other. The Permaculture Podcast is a production of Permaneo Group. Find out more about the Permaculture Podcast, including the extensive archives, by visiting our website, thepermaculturepodcast.com. Learn more about Permaneo Group and other projects at permaneogroup.com.